Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. We are here tonight on our Monday night edition of Mom's Edition of Godfidence today. And we want you to be Godfident in everything that you do. And tonight we're talking about ways to help our tweens, our teens, our kids, uh, ourselves, uh, and others that we serve and serve with, how to be a good steward and a giver. A giver of our gifts, a giver of our talents, a giver of our finances, a giver of just being um, whatever it is that the Holy Spirit is telling us to do, to be quick, to, to send that out and replicate it and so forth. So it's such an amazing topic because I think many times, you know, over the years, because of, I don't, I got to be careful how I say this, um, maybe the reputation of some ministers like, you know, getting your blessing and all that and everything has made God wants us blessed. But I think giving sometimes has been used to manipulate people and that just, it, it's hard and we've all seen it. And it's a very um, disheartening thing, especially for those who are authentically walking in their gifts and talents and want to be good stewards and givers. So tonight we're going to talk about that primarily about what, what can we do to help extract the gifts and talents out of our kids and each and every one on here tonight i've got my co-host with me vanetta carter april messler and jessica Lindsay. and each one of these amazing mamas all have tweens and teens in their house so see those faces pray for them we're praying for y'all <laughs> it's a difficult stage. It's a difficult age. So we're going to kick it off with Vanetta tonight talking about, because Vanetta's got multiple children and different age categories. Vanetta, how do we show our children to give of themselves in a world that it's all about self? I think the way that we can do that is by them seeing us give. I think it's important that we model it for them. Because it's not really something that just naturally happens. Because I think by nature, we're conditioned to want to serve ourselves. So allowing them to see you serving others, some things are taught, but some things are caught. So we have to make sure that we're serving as well. I think that's great because when they see us using our gifts and our talents for the Lord, that it it is very much caught than taught. And I love that. I love that expression because it's so incredibly true. April, weigh in, girlfriend. I, I think that if we could just focus a little bit on maybe just helping them actually find their gifting and that that time investment in and of itself has been quite profound because if if they don't try things out they won't know if they are gifted in them or not if we don't encourage them with what they're doing even as they're trying even when it's hard um i think that they would be more apt to give up sooner rather than you know waiting out to see if this is something that they flow well with because even even my daughter, you know, I told her if she wanted to do guitar lessons, that's awesome, but we're going to do a 12-month commitment. Well, after that 12 months goes on and she's got the rough stuff out of the way, 
she's flying through it and she's like, no, 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 I want to do more. I'm not ready to quit yet. And so, <laughs> and so it was, you know, really difficult, you know, playing the guitar isn't like easy, but um, she learned how to do it. She got her fingers, you know, every guitarist will tell you that you, you know, get this built up really well um, to endure through changing those chords and, and everything. And, uh, and so she got past the, the hard part and then she kept on going. So um, she found out that she was gifted in that musically caught on super fast and and learned really well and you know can do it by ear too on top of everything else and so I just helped help her identify that and then set her up for for the opportunity to grow in that and so those those things are really really um something to consider because if we don't then you know they may never figure out what they're gifted at in the first place to give it so. You know, you make a really good point, and she obviously comes by it naturally, because for those of you that don't know, April is a musician, and so she has seen this modeled for her, like Vanetta said, you know, modeling the giftings, modeling the, you know, uh, paying it forward, so to speak, but we have to make room for them to find out what they like and what they don't like. Like, here's an example. My granddaughter, um, she did cheer for a while. And then she went back to dance and now she wants to do volleyball, you know, so they're looking for things that they're gifted at in the natural. And so it's super duper important that we facilitate that and make that happen. Jessica, I know you, um, your daughter is actually trying out for track tonight, right? As, as we speak, yes, she's um, trying out for track. So we're excited for her and I've been praying for her that, that she's going to do real well. And so, yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah. is that the gift that she has as athletic? Is she real athletic or is there something she's stepping out in? Uh, she is very athletic. Um, personally, I believe that uh, that her gifting is swimming. But as far as athletics goes, um, but but I I think that um, and, it, you know, I really try to let her just kind of uh, feel the waters, so to speak, you know, and 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 dabble into different things um, as far as that goes, because um, a lot of times maybe we we as parents, you know, there are things that our children are gifted at that uh, they follow in their, you know, they see their parents do and, and they really follow that. But also sometimes we as parents might um, kind of, we get this, you know, this is what I did. And so this is what I want to kind of you know, I think my kids would be doing, you know, really good at it and stuff and kind of push it. And, and, you know, so we kind of have to balance it. It's, it's, um, you know, you know what I mean? Like, no, exactly wanna, what you mean. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of, of, of empowering the children to find their niche and what they want to do and what they are gifted at, as opposed to sometimes, you know, you know, forcing them, you know, with something. And so, you know, I think it's awesome. And I think, I, you know, especially, you know, April, your daughter, like to find that for herself. And it just and it just so happens that, yes, she's so gifted like you. I think that's really awesome. Yes. You know, I think that's super, super, super awesome, you know, to share that with her. But yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a, and you make a very good point because there's a big difference between. You know, like yeah, we'll use April as an example because she's got a daughter that's following mm -hmm. in her footsteps, so she doesn't mind us using her as an example. And if she does, sorry, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just apologize in advance here. But like she's musically talented, you know, but yet she gave her daughter, here's, you know, if you, if you want to do this, it's not like you've got to play guitar. Mm -hmm. So she made room mm -hmm. for the gifting, but yet there are some parents 
who live vicariously through their kids. It's like, you know, I always wanted to play football. You're going to play football. By golly, you go get out there and right. play. But I don't want to play football. I want to play the piano. No, you're going to play football, you know? And then the kids grow up resenting uh, the fact yeah. that they were forced into something that they really weren't gifted into, but their parents put that pressure on them. And uh, if you guys have ever been in a cheer gym, when, oh, when yeah. you're in cheer, I was like, oh, Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, you just listen to the mamas around you. You just want to just reach out and lay hands on all of them. Sorry if you're a cheer mom, <laughs> you're watching this. No offense to you. But, you know, some of them are, it's just they take it to extremes and we forget that what our kids are doing is a gift to give. God has given them uh, that talent, that yes. resource for a season to be able to bless others. And so with entertainment of musical or athletic and so forth, and it gets twisted. So, well, let's talk about giving of your time. Uh, giving of time is, you know, time is a hot commodity. You cannot get it back. And uh, you have to really manage life in order to be effective with your time. Are we instilling that in our kids? And if so, how can we do that? So, Vanetta, giving of your time. Now, I know your girls came and they, they come and they serve at my conferences. So I know that they are givers of their time. But what do you and your husband do to help them give back, if you will, um, whether it be missions or whatever? Do you what kind of things do you all do to instill that? And I know um, I know you model it well. Yes, um, we over the summer, my husband took them to do a couple of reading and feeding programs and different things like that, just to be able to serve in their community. But even from little, we always had chores lists and schedules all over the house because with eight children, you have to have order. God is not a God of confusion. So, Amen. you know, we always had a chore list. We always had specific things that they should do at specific times. And sometimes we would get off of that depending on what the day entail, but just having more of a structured environment just kind of helps them stay on task. And, you know, giving them the option too. I love what the both of the other ladies, Jessica and April and you said, you know, giving them the opportunity as they get older to decide what they want to do and, you know, being okay if they don't want to do it. That's right. You know, like like Victoria, she has a beautiful voice. She said, I don't want to sing, but she wants to be a professional pianist. She wants to play the piano. So, you know, what I do is just build on the things that she does want to do and be okay things that she doesn't want to do. Maybe it's not right now, but who's to say? Maybe the Lord may, as she becomes older, prompt her to use that gift, but she does have a beautiful voice. Oh, wow. I just, that just so reminds me of uh, how many of y'all like the Helsler's music? Um, Jonathan Helsler and um, Amazing Testimony, his father I had the pleasure of meeting him years ago in Orlando, Florida, and he talked about how, well, first and foremost, his wife was uh, going to have to have emergency surgery and not be able to bear children anymore. And a prophet came in and told them the Lord is going to heal your wife's womb and she will have a child and the child will write worship music that will change the way that we worship and, and the atmosphere and all this great mm -hmm. stuff. 
what was so cool about it was, is that they went in to have the surgery done and they believed by faith that, that they were to go have another sonogram before it was done just to find out. And the Lord had healed her and she did not have the surgery and she got pregnant with a son, just like the prophet had said. And they bore Jonathan Hustler who, as you guys know, he has written multiple amazing worship songs. Him and his wife, Melissa, they just got, oh, I just love their worship music, you know. Um, no longer a slave to fear. You know, it's like, whoa, this is just such a game changer. With fast forward, they have this beautiful prophetic word, but they did not want to pressure their son to live up to that. And they never shared that word with him until he was an adult. And all through school, elementary, junior high, and high school, Anything that had a ball, he was playing it, all athletic, no signs of. Now, understand his dad, who was an amazing artist, art-wise, and musician, used to be with this really cool band in the 60s. I can't think of the name of it, but he found Jesus and left the rock and roll industry and so forth. But he was a gifted guitarist, and yet he was a guitarist, just like, you know, he could have been like, here's my son, guitar, you know, here's, here's the guitar, son, and, and play, and God says you're going to play, and that type of thing. But he kept his mouth shut, and he watched, and he prayed, and all those years waiting for that to come to pass and when Jonathan went off to college his his roommate um actually told him whenever he came to visit his dad came to visit he said hey why don't you play that song you wrote for your dad and so he literally his dad walked out of that dorm room that night knowing that that word was going to come to pass. So sometimes if you don't see your child having a giving heart, you don't see your child walking in the gifts and the talents that you know that God has given them, then my goodness gracious, just pray, watch and pray because God will, we see things and God knows the end from the beginning. He knew there was going to come a point. And now Jonathan Helser has written multiple songs over the years that has touched the lives of many people and so forth. So I just wanted to add that story because, you know, same thing with Victoria. She does have a beautiful voice, but, you know, if she wants to play piano, let her play piano. And later on in life, she may go back to that, regardless of how wonderful we think she is and should possibly be using that. God can lead our kids. So I love this. I love this. We got Keith Jower on here with us. And he says, letting them find their own lane is best. And I love that because Keith is an amazing man of God. He has a great podcast, Dads for Life. And uh, super awesome, guys. So thank you for that comment there, Keith. So April. What do, you, what do you think about uh, instilling in our kids giving of their time and energy with missions or outreach or anything like that? What is how important is that? I, I think it's tremendously important part of our foundation building that we're, you know, trying to instill in them not to desire to be served by others, but to serve, to be the servant. And so um, one of the things that was super easy for my daughter when uh, we were, I don't know, this is 2022. So say 2015, about seven years ago makes her nine. Okay. So uh, getting into the preteen era um, there, but uh, what I did was actually um, signed up as the greeting team. Well, as a single mom, you know, at the church, you know, the greeting team at that time, you know, had uh, two people at every single door. 
Um, and so she got to be my second person because <laughs> single mom, I just asked for it. You know, I was like, um, you know, it's not quite time for church yet. You know, check in. She would just be sitting there by herself. Why doesn't she just come and, you know, be part of the greeting team with me? And they were totally cool with it. And it was just a blessing. And it helped, you know, to encourage her to get out of her shell. And it also mm -hmm. helped for her to interact with people. And I would just, you know, be silly, you know, at the door on top of everything else to make sure you know like cracking jokes like you know open the door when people are almost late and say hurry hurry quick run to jesus <laughs> you know but uh she got to see that interaction and um and see how you know it brightens people's day and stuff and just just little glimpses little times you know we might have to actually come alongside them in order to get them plugged in to give of their time but go ahead and do that i mean it really isn't that big of a deal you know to add a little bit of uh, extra serving on your plate just so that your kiddo can figure out what it looks like in action to serve others and so mm -hmm. that's that's my two cents on the matter just come alongside them and help them you know do that you know even if it means doing it together for a season so yeah i love that doing it together and it goes back to what vanetta was saying earlier about modeling it with them and doing it together as a as a unity as a family i love that i love that jessica well you've got several kids and so and i know you are very active at your local church and how do you get your kids to plug in and serve uh, and get them motivated to do that? Uh, let's see. When we started our church or started going to our church, um, my oldest daughter, who is now gone and married, uh, she at first she didn't even like she didn't want to go to church at all. She was like, this is like ridiculous, mom, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, and so as she got to see my husband and I plug into the church, she began to realize, and so she started to to serve with me. And actually, we served um, in the greeting team and check-in team with our for the children um, together. She and I did. Um, then, as we kind of um, went along, my my uh, oldest son of the two boys that I have, he plugged into the production team, so he kind of worked, you know, doing that kind of thing. And uh, let's see, Ariana has plugged in with. Uh, the kids ministry, she kind of helps the little ones. We have an excellent, excellent, excellent um, kids life ministry that um, our kids director, kids life director, she's so awesome. And, and how and she's been talking to God about how do we plug in our, you know, 13 and up group to kind of start serving because you're never too young to serve. So um, and then Aiden, of course, he's my worshiper. And so our worship team has been very amazing in helping navigate him wanting to worship. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there was a time where he would get a, a marker and kind of stand outside and, and sing to himself, but he didn't want to hear. If I walked out the door, he would just clam up and that was it. Right. And so now he actually, um, he goes to practice with my, you know, with my husband and uh, cause my husband's one of the worship leaders and uh and sings right alongside of him with a, a microphone. They yeah. give him a real microphone, you know, that's obviously dead, but I, it, you know, he, <laughs> he gets up there and sings. And so um, I think definitely um, going alongside of them and, and, and um, encouraging and, and having a, it, it really does take a village. I think it takes a village. And I think the more people that you can, you know, encourage, have encouraged your children, 
the better off you are. Oh, so good. So, so good. I love to yes. hear the stories of y'all and encouraging your kids to serve and so forth. I, I just absolutely love it. So giving of the finances. OK, you know, we all know the seriousness of tithing and uh, alms and offerings and and all of that. Um, what some ways are it, that we can help our kids outside of the, in them seeing us do those type of things, but encouraging them something that um, the Presbyterian Church in Winter Haven that I go to at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings. <laughs> My son is on the worship team, so I, I still only wagon to see him. OK, he's in Florida. So um, I'm not knocking the Presbyterians. So I go to I go to, you know, I have several services I attend online. after that, But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but but they have this thing called two cents of pennies. And so they give two pennies and all the two pennies added up go to feed the hungry. And I think that's so impactful. Mm -hmm. And they have a little song that goes with it and everything like that. So, Vanetta, can you give some insight on ways of showing our children how to sew? How to sew. Hmm. I would say, again, modeling it, but also taking the time to teach them about tithing. Um, like our kids, they get allowance every week. And when they get their allowance, they have to give a tithe of their allowance to the Lord. So just teaching them the importance of it and why we tithe. And just even taking the time to explain, you know, if you have a dollar and you give God 10 cents, the other 90 is blessed. Yeah. You know, he tells us to bring it. You're not, you're not giving it to him. You're bringing it because it doesn't belong to you. That's right. You know, That's so I good. think yeah. just really training and also when I give my tithe, I let my children see not to say, look at me like I'm great, but I want them to see that I'm being obedient to what God asks us to do. Sometimes I even ask them to go up and give my tithe for me because yeah. I'm letting them be a part of it. Really just, again, modeling it and teaching them from young because you know what? We're blessed when we give you know and when we sow into the kingdom of god and we're not given just to receive we're doing it because he requires us to do it amen you know so and just the fact that the other 90 will be blessed wow i love that i love that april you want to weigh in on that yeah yeah i uh, i love what vanetta said i mean she she hit the nail on the head with all yeah. of it it's just really just pouring in at the at an early age and getting them involved with it you know whether it is you know giving your ties for them you know to hand into the bucket or whatever it is it's going through or if it's you know giving them you know i used to give shelby two dollar bills and i said you can keep both of them if you want to they're they're yours there's no strings attached and if you want, you can also give when the bucket comes around. So um, she could hold on to one dollar and keep another dollar for a piece of candy later or whatever she wanted to do. And that was when she was young. Um, and now she's I've taught her how to save money and how she can, you know, separate all of that. And this is how you you set this apart for this and you set this apart for that and and make sure that God's your first priority. So I think it's it's really, really great. You know, if you started out young. But even if you don't, there's still ways to incorporate that bit by bit. So I love it. Those are great suggestions. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Thank you for adding to that. Any any words on that, Jess? I think they covered it pretty comprehensively. <laughs> yeah, um, I think uh, also at our church, um, like during, um, you know, fall time, 
uh, I say Halloween, but we don't celebrate Halloween at our church, nor does our church um, promote it. But we do it's know that a lot of, of the kids, yeah, a lot of the kids do, you know, their parents do let them go trick or treating or whatever. Um, but our, our children's director had gotten this idea that she was going to take a big, huge bucket and she put it in the front of the church and she, um, you know, asked the kids, you know, whatever you got, if you would like to um, give an, you know, give a tithe or offering on that candy, and then we're going to go and we're going to take that candy and we're going to distribute it to other children who, you know, may not have gotten it or you know, gotten yeah. any or would like, you know, whatever the case was. So, and they got to do that and it was really nice. So. I love that. So it's also serving other or giving other than just our finances, giving of our possessions mm -hmm. and which is really powerful. Yeah. I know my granddaughter, she there for a while, uh, when she was younger, she was taking her lunch. There were just kid, a couple kids at her school that, you know, didn't have as much and she would give them their lunch and she came home so hungry. And I was like, honey, didn't you eat your lunch? I gave this to so-and-so. I gave that to so-and-so. I was like, you know, the Lord's going to honor that. So yeah, we just started a thing uh, with our middle schools, uh, adopted a child from El Salvador that, and they're giving the middle schoolers an opportunity to sew into that. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. So when we teach them and when we train them, uh, it is preparing them to be good stewards of their resources, their gifts, their talents, and making room for God to move. And Keith weighed in here and said, absolutely, we invest greatly in our youth and they will stay involved. And that is so true. We have got to pour into them and allow them. So, Vanetta, any final words, comments for the viewers tonight? I would say kind of like what April said, if you haven't implemented any of those things, there's still time for you yeah. to really just allow the Lord and the Holy Spirit to just equip you with everything that you need so that you can begin to start teaching your children and reaching your children with these great opportunities to just be blessed by the Lord serving and, you know, being able to be in a place to give. I think that would really be wonderful to see families gathering and paying their tie together and gathering and just having those moments of thinking instead of going to spring break, we want to go and, you know, help an area that was impacted by a tornado. Or I think right. it really brings the family closer together. Yes. So it does. It's something about serving with your family. Yeah, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. April, final words for the broadcast this week on the topic of giving. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just wanted to encourage people also, um, because it isn't just monetary. I mean, if there is anything, like if your child wants to um, give toys to donate or clothes that they've grown yeah. out of, I mean, there's this whole thing that you can incorporate to to really build up that giving charitable spirit and then and then also making an impact on the community through serving others. And so if you don't have extra money, doesn't have to be money. I mean, That's the right. tithing is the first of, you know, just make sure that it is, it is a good gift, you know, that you yeah. would, you know, want to receive as well. And so, Amen. you know, just make sure that it's honoring others when you're giving and, and then all of those are met, you know, those, those points in the biblical foundations and principles that we're trying to instill in them are met. So just, just don't, don't limit yourself to just finances, but just understand that those are pieces of the principles of, of God. And so we honor those as well, but yeah, that's not, 
candy is a great, you know, <laughs> Halloween candy giving. I mean, that's a great out of the box idea. So there's going to be a way to put this into your child's life. If you are willing to think about it, take some time creatively and also pray. Everything is inspired by God anyways. He is yes. our creator. And so what better way to turn to him to get something creative than from the creator, right? So yeah, right. Um, that's all I, all I encourage you guys to do is um, definitely look at different ways, but definitely implement it because in the long run, as adults, they'll know how to do it. They're already equipped to do it and then they can teach others as well. So. Amen. Amen. Jessica, final words. Uh, just, just going back to the Bible, um, more so, and just remembering that the Lord, um, let's see that the Lord gave, I get, I mean, first and foremost, he gave and he gave his yeah. very precious son. So, Amen. I mean, if that in and of itself does not encourage us to be givers, I mean, Amen. I'm not, I'm not quite sure what could. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Gave yeah. his only begotten son so that we can yeah. have life and life everlasting, you guys. That's so good. I just love these chats with these wonderful ladies. And I want to encourage you, if you have not shared this with your friends or family, co-workers, please do that. We are here the first and third Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time to inspire and encourage you guys to just have these conversations with your kids. Evaluate things. We don't have all the answers. We know who has the answers. And we just want to share with you guys uh, our hearts of what God is saying and doing in our lives. So I want to thank you ladies for being so faithful for the cause. And we will see you all next time here on Godfidence Today, Moms Edition. Give it up for the moms. Woo, woo. <laughs> see you next time, y'all.